0: Welcome to today's episode of Whiskey Made Woman with me, your host, Bunny Loveshock. This podcast is the place, well, really for love, our love of life, our love of the spiritual journey and everything in between. And of course, with an extra dose of Scottish magic, folklore and myth. I wonder if you like yourself. (laughs) This This is the inquiry today. I wonder if you are a person who really likes themselves and even more magical even more potent than that are you a person that loves themselves i was reminded this week of the rumi quote of basically rumi perceiving that they themselves shone like venus so much of rumi's poetry is is about light so much of Rumi's words are reminding us that actually what we're looking for out in the world is actually within us. And when it comes to a spiritual journey, we can sometimes treat the spiritual journey as if it's a thing that's going to fix us, as opposed to a thing, a journey, a side quest or two or three, that's really going to reveal who we are. It's going to reveal more of who we are. Sometimes revealing more of who we are can feel a little bit scary, especially if we've had experiences in our early years, say kind of from birth through to seven or even through our teenage years where we experienced unkindness or a lack of compassion or experienced misunderstanding at the hands of other people. You know, for me, one of the most important things in my life and indeed in in my work you know as a as a business energetics consultant, as a guide as a teacher, just as a lady who loves love and loves bringing love to more people as well, but one of the things that really really helps me is that I, you know, I value true and honest emotions in relationships, even when they're uncomfortable, you know, even when they're uncomfortable. A colleague said to me recently that they were constantly impressed by my capacity to bring themes that might be difficult or challenging, or indeed to have difficult conversations in a way where everybody was okay where everybody was okay. Now, in my mind and in my heart, truly, I just assume everybody is doing this so much better than I am. So much better than I am. And it's always lovely, isn't it, when we can have those true and honest emotions in relationships, when we don't get to point out the stuff that we don't like about one another, because really that's emotional immaturity. But actually, emotional maturity leans much more towards being able to point out and honour and celebrate what we really like in one another and what we really love in one another as well. For me, another thing that's incredibly important in my world and my experience of myself and other people, and often this is what clients also come to me for, is creating ongoing connection through stability and consistency. Now, I don't mean consistency in in terms of the sense of, you know, you're a machine and everything is repeatable and it will always come out exactly the same. But I mean in terms of following our inner cycles and indeed the outer cycles that might make sense to you. Personally, I love our Mama Moon. I love the moon and I love the planet Venus as well. So I'm always very interested in what they're up to and how they're influencing us as well. I'm really always very interested in how as a person who likes themselves and indeed a person that's really learned to love themselves, you know, these days I can look in a mirror and particularly, Hey, if you want to, if you want a little, um, a little bunny bonus here, if you enjoy, you know, um, creating a space where you can expand how much you like or you love yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, especially first thing in the morning, focus on, if it's available to you, focus on looking at yourself through your left eye, straight into the subconscious and say, hey, I love you. 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 I love you." I love you. And maybe I love you even a little bit more than that. And if you say that to yourself 10 times in the morning, you're going to set a precedent for your day that's going to be pretty groovy. I don't know where that language came from. (laughs) but It's going to be pretty groovy, babies. That's what's going to happen. If you can do that more than once in a day so that, you know, every time you see your reflection, you smile and you begin to actually accept yourself as somebody who is very lovable and who is really loved. And of course, who is also loving when we can bring a wee bit of innocence to ourselves, you know, much like we would have done as toddlers and as kids. I mean, you know, have you ever looked at a toddler when you put them in front of a mirror? They're just like, oh, wow, wow, you know, look at me. They can see their soul. They can see their heart. They can see themselves as a beacon of love and they only like and love themselves. So, you know, when we value true and honest emotions in in relationships, all type of relationships, you know, when we also value connection through stability and consistency, these types of things, they really support us to manifest our dreams and improve our relationships and bring more love and beauty into our lives that for me is incredibly important. Incredibly important. You know, there's a reason when humans war with one another that they attack beauty first. Often spaces of faith are attacked and also spaces of beauty, such as museums or theatres, galleries, parks natural habitats all of these areas are often psychologically attacked in any any type of war either indeed war with ourselves or war outside of us so that we lose connection with beauty and if we lose connection with beauty it's actually quite easy to lose connection with love. One of the pieces of home play I often give my give my clients and my community you know is to notice and create pockets and areas of beauty in their in their home that could be an altar that could be a vase of roses it could be that you kind of just organize your tea drawer assuming you have more than one tea which suggests that I certainly do and that would be very very true if you came to my home, yes, you would discover a drawer of tea. A drawer of tea. Uh, there are so many different flavours. How could you not? How could you not? There's also a drawer of different vessels and cups and mugs and all sorts of places for magic. I know myself in my road of recovery from when my peace was interrupted, either via Life threatening accidents or, you know, really challenging relationships or, or bullying, you know, on and offline or any of the spaces where my heart has been broken. That if beauty isn't present, it's really tough. It's really, really tough for us, for our spirit to maintain its exuberance, its aliveness. You know, spiritual and soul fatigue is a thing. You may, you may have heard of this before, you may not. And if you're, you know, you're meeting it for the first time, how wonderful. It's not just our bodies that can experience fatigue, but our spirit, our soul can too. Now, does that mean that it is time to give up? Not necessarily, but it could certainly be an invitation to try something differently to approach your spiritual experience of yourself and the path that you're on, perhaps through a different lens. Again, for me, you know, when beauty is missing, it also usually means that there's a dampener or a a tap that's turned off creativity and connection to the imagination. And if connection to the imagination and creativity and beauty are not present, it's really, really difficult to then have a relationship with the mystical With the mystical and with the innocence of the relationship that we are, we are in. I am a great one for innovating. You know, if I can't find something, I'll make it and I'll create it. You know, when I was started working with prosperity as an energy, nobody was talking about prosperity. And so, you know, kind of many, many years ago, I introduced prosperity unlocked. It's my signature program. It's available now. I'll link it below. There's that place in us where we know we naturally have a relationship to prosperity and abundance, but we're not always sure how to access it and neither was I and neither was my client. So I I created it. I've always believed if something can be imagined, it can be created. There isn't anything that we are looking at that hasn't been in the imagination in the first instance. And if we don't have our imagination and we don't have our creativity, We miss out really on problem solving, but not just problem solving, innovating. If you're an entrepreneur and you're struggling, if you're feeling that it's difficult or like a few folk are saying at the moment, you know, the online space is changing and people aren't buying. That's not true. People are buying all the time. People are circulating money all the time. You know, there's more money that's available on the planet than there has ever has been. So why should it not come to you? Why should it not come to you in response to what you're creating and what you're innovating in? Usually what it means if if things if people aren't buying, it means that people aren't innovating. And that is the great gift of the entrepreneurial archetype we get to innovate, we get to be in direct relation to the mystical, which is to say the imagination, which is to say our ideas. And then turning ideas into reality is really my greatest joy. It's what made me such a brilliant producer, you know, such a brilliant producer of events and experiences and and also being a Uh, a wedding planner and a wedding designer and all the many, many, many names in the careers that I've had that have all ultimately got the same things at the heart of them. They are born of the heart. They all are about love. They're all about beauty. They're all about harmony. They are all about creativity and imagination. And they're all absolutely about turning ideas into reality. I am 100% your person. If you have an idea and you're feeling like, oh, I'm not sure how to bring this into the world or I'm not even sure if it is an idea, I will inspire you to the point where you can't not bring the thing into reality. That's one of my gifts as well, is a talent for inspiring, a talent for motivating, a talent for reminding you that what you want to create is so, so needed, you know, it's like, it's incredible to be a person that helps you manifest your dreams. It's incredible being the person that helps you improve your relationships because you again are coming to a place where you're recognizing the the importance of connection through stability and consistency, whilst also valuing time and honest emotions in relationships, including with yourself, including being able to look at your reflection, being able to Sense and feel into the body of you and really like yourself and all the wee rooms that you haven't even opened the windows to yet. All the parts of yourself that you haven't tuned into, you know, that you haven't tuned into in yourself or in other people, you know, so that you can inspire yourself and you can inspire other people. It's so cool to be a person whose contribution is unique and is innovative to the world. So, so important. And again, a little like Rumi, we get to shine like Venus. Cultivating self-love and deeper connection with you and your body is not a vanity measurement. Within your body lives your soul, your spirit, your heart, your intuition, your inner wise one, as I sometimes think of it. Your instinct, your trust barometer, your creativity. Technically, the law of attraction also lives in you via the particular activating system, which sits at the back of the brain. The law of resonance also lives within you, which is the wonderful, wonderful part of us that we can, again, really change and shift our identity from. Instead of being a person who just thinks about the ideas but doesn't do anything about them, but is desperate to bring those ideas into the world, you can totally become a person that does create and that does offer from the world. Why is it so easy for me to bring my ideas into the world? You know, why is it so brilliant for me to be such an incredible, you know, innovator and entrepreneur? Why do people just keep turning up now as clients and as community and as connections? And why is my voice reaching hundreds and thousands and millions of people worldwide and they are getting juicy, delicious, magical love? They're manifesting their dreams in relationship with me. They're improving their relationships. They're bringing more love and beauty into not only themselves, but into the world. Beauty heals us. It's an extraordinary balm for a broken heart and the soul. And meh, so much art. So meh. I sounded like a sheep then. So meh. (laughs) I had too many thoughts. (laughs) Too many thoughts trying to get out my mouth at the one time. This is again the great jo- joy of not editing, right? And not not self-editing. We're just not interested in that. We're not bothered about it. We have to be able to bring humor to our life as well. You know, there are many serious things, but not everything is serious. So life can become radiant life is for me supposed to be radiant it's you know when we are when we're in the eye of the heart when the eye of the heart when the heart itself is activated life is really quite extraordinary you know it's like when we have a relationship to matter you know when we have a relationship to the seen and the unseen that conscious experiencing of matter and indeed ourselves as co-creators artists innovators oh You know, poets, painters, designers, (sighs) fashionistas, the adornment of the body, the dressing. You know, they're no longer caring about these numbers, which are allegedly to do with sizes, but actually draping fabric upon oneself in a way that feels so good and so aligned with the loveliness and the adorability and the beauty that resides in you and your heart. You know, my work, this place, even this podcast is really an invitation for us all to grow into our wholeness and our fullness. What a wonderful thing. Growing into our wholeness and our fullness. You know, and all of this podcast as well, especially today is about is like, what do you want to do when you create? you know, how do we find the love in the creation process? And then of course, how do we find and maintain the love in our healing journey, right? In the spiritual healing journey, not the fixing journey, not fixing or being fixed, but healing, transforming, evolving, co-creating, finding pleasure within, you know, maintaining the love in healing, maintaining the love in succeeding, maintaining the love in being abundant and in growing your abundance, You know, maintaining our radiance as life becomes more radiant. Love is the most powerful spell that we cast. And healing can often feel like, you know, it gets worse before it gets better. But it feels like it gets worse because we start paying attention to more parts of us that we didn't know were there. Or that we had a sense of were there. And they might be feeling a wee bit neglected. So you can just bring them to the front of your heart hey there, hi, how are you? What's going on? I'd love to have a gorgeous connection with you through stability. Uh, You know, I'd love to have a valuable, true and honest emotional conversation with you. I don't know this part of myself very, very well. I'd love to enter into partnership with you. Oh, cultivating relationships, cultivating conscious creativity as a means to healing is what creates our luminosity. Oh, yes, please. And thank you. Luminosity, by the way, is one of my most favorite words. And I often actually have the great joy of people telling me that I'm luminous or glowing or I look like I'm, you know, got a little uh, moonbeam just dinking Off one or both cheeks, which is just so, so wonderful. So, I would just remind you, as in your spiritual path, in your life experience, as you begin to be able to like yourself with ease and you begin to be able to love yourself with ease, remembering that sometimes healing can feel worse before it gets better because we're paying attention to all those different parts of us that also might be feeling a wee bit neglected. And of course, if you are feeling neglected, something in you is being neglected. And what I know to be true after 25 years plus of mentoring, guiding, consulting and teaching is that the thing that we are experiencing when we feel like we're missing something is that we're actually missing ourselves. We're not spending enough time in relationship with ourselves. We're not cultivating relationships with ourselves, with our creativity, with our imagination, with our luminosity or natural magnetism and charisma or beauty. Mm. Yes, please. And thank you. Yes, please. And thank you. So this is, you know, some of these things we could consider existing also as the law of resonance or indeed the law of radiance. Yeah, why is it so easy for me to like myself? Why is it so enjoyable for me to love myself? Mm, yes, please and thank you. And why is it so easy for me to find support and to say yes to being supported, to help me create these ideas that are so in my head that I want to actually bring in, into the world, that I want to bring into the world through just a lovely, transformational, joyous experience of spiritual advancement whilst I grow into my wholeness and I grow into my fullness as a person yes please and thank you I leave you with those thoughts for today. See where they take you. Enjoy those mirror practices and so much more that are that are sprinkled like golden moonbeams throughout this podcast today. I'm Bunny Love Shock. I'm your host of Whiskey Made Woman and I'll see you next week for another episode where we can explore even more about the power of your creativity, maintaining your love as you heal and reveal more of what's in your imagination so that you too can step into being an absolutely abundant, beautiful, harmonized version of yourself. Yes, please. And thank you.